We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Notre Dame fans, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. My name is Brian Driscoll. I'm the publisher at irishbreakdown.com. Joined today by my guy, Vince Adairi, our football analyst. And Vince, uh, we have some stuff to talk about before we dive into today's podcast topic. And that is going to be, is Notre Dame a lock? No matter what happens in the ACC title game, is Notre Dame a lock to to make it to the college football playoff? We're going to have that conversation. Uh, but before we start, we've been kind of hinting about some news that's kind of coming regarding our podcast. And I want to let everybody kind of know a little bit of the backstory of what's going on. And basically is the way we've done the podcast is the podcasts have been free and we don't make any money off podcasts. And so just for we fun, love, we like doing yeah, it. Yeah, we love doing it. We love engaging fans. We love providing that service. But because it was something we did for free, there was a, some limitations to the podcast. Number one being how frequently, frequently we could do it because the things that we do that pay us required mm-hmm. our number one attention, which you sure. guys understand is, you know, Vince has a, a wife and kids. I have a wife and, and, a, and a mortgage as well. And, and uh, two dogs that are very expensive, surprisingly, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so those things had to take precedent. We, there was things we wouldn't put out on podcasts. I don't do a lot of recruiting podcasts because, you know, you don't want to put scoop out online in a free format. So I don't tweet a whole lot of information like that. Uh, because that stuff needs to be on a, on a, behind a, uh, you know, some sort of paywall where we're monetizing all the hard work we're putting into doing those things. And I think people understand that. Uh, so we had really two options that we explored. Number one is we were going to make our podcast premium. 
which meant we would charge people to listen to the podcast. Which a lot of, a lot of Notre Dame podcasts do. Correct. Uh, so you know. that was number one. And now that was going to then mean that money was coming out of your pockets. And um, we wanted to try to find a way to where that wasn't going right. to happen. And, and so what we were eventually did is we have signed a contract with Blue Wire Pods. And we're very excited about it. There's some other podcast companies that we talked to, but it wasn't, <laughs> they weren't serious. Uh, Blue Wire Pods actually approached us, uh, talked to us. I was, Vince will tell you, I was a little skeptical at first, uh, you know, but, but it, they were phenomenal. We had multiple conversations. I had a lot of different conversations with different people. Uh, the, the, the message was consistent from them. Yeah. And I got more yeah. and more excited about it. And so we have signed a deal with Blue Wire Pods. Now, what does that mean for you all? Uh, it just means you have to listen to some messages from sponsors from time to time. Essentially, what Blue Wire Pods is, is we're partnering with them and we put out the content and they sell advertising for the content. And so we'll have some sponsors uh, that will, will sponsor our show. Uh, which means we now have a monetized podcast that doesn't cost you anything except maybe a minute to minute and a half, two minutes of listening to some, some sponsors. And we've, I've had lots of conversations with them. We want to try to keep these sponsorships uh, relevant to people that would be listening to a sports podcast. So, right, yeah. uh, you know, those are, that's all part of the conversation. So we will be mixing in some advertisements. It's also going to expand uh, our reach. We've already kind of got our podcast on some new platforms that we weren't on before. We're on Spotify now, um, still on iTunes. So we're very excited about that because we were able to find a way to where we could monetize our podcasts and and still and do it in a way where it didn't cost you all money. And, and that was so, that was what was really important to us is yeah. we didn't want to lose our listeners. We didn't want to mm -hmm. lose you guys. And yeah. uh, so essentially, nothing changes for you. However, mm -hmm. you get our podcast. Uh, however, it's downloaded to you, that stays the same. Nothing changes. You mm -hmm. don't have to sign up for anything different. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to a different, you know, uh, app or, mm -hmm. or company or whatever. That was really important to us uh, because we didn't want to lo lose our loyal listeners. So mm -hmm. uh, you just keep on doing what you're doing. You keep downloading it and mm -hmm. everybody's happy. Now, how it affects you also, Vince, is now we're working on a new content plan for the podcasts. Yes. Which means more podcasts, which means eventually we're trying to get to the point where we're having a podcast every day of the week. Uh, we're going to do some, some podcasts where we may do some live podcasts. We're, we're working on that, yeah. streaming some things live. And so, uh, and it also means that now we're, we're not going to hold things back. So if we have, if we're doing a recruiting podcast and we have some scoop then we're going to put it out in the podcast because now it's essentially sort of behind a paywall. So to for speak. us anyway. Yeah. And, and so, uh, that's kind of, you know, if there's things that we won't say on a podcast that we'll say on, on a, on our website, or we'll wait for a few days before it goes out on the podcast right. until after our, our online subscribers, the people that are paying for that and the people that are frequenting, frequenting our website are able to kind of absorb that information first. Right. Now we feel like we can do it all together. Uh, so sometimes we may put the first bit of information, you know, that we've been able to gather on the website. Sometimes we may say, Hey Vince, let's throw a podcast together real quick about this thing that just happened. And we may give you all the information from there. So that is how it changes for you guys. So the only real change besides having to listen to some ads and some spot from some, some of our sponsors, which we are excited to, to partner with, uh, it means more podcasts. It means right. I think better content in the podcast. And so 
we're very, very excited about that. And, uh, and, and that's what we've been kind of hinting at and that's what we're working on. So uh, again, doesn't change anything for you guys. You'll still get your podcast the same places, but it, it does mean that it's going to be better content and more content. So Vince, with that in mind, our first sponsor is actually from Blue Wire Pods, who is going to talk about a podcast uh, regarding called American Prodigy about Freddie Adu, the great American soccer player. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie Adu? Soccer is going to explode and it's going to be around this kid. We're the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. So now we are back, Vince, to our topic at hand. And it's going to be sort of a two-part topic. Uh, but the main part of this, Vince, for me, is the question of, is Notre Dame a lock for the college football playoff no matter what happens in the ACC championship game? And the premise for me is, it's, it's hilarious to me, actually, in this era of expand the playoff, expand the playoff. I've always said there's never been more than five or six teams a year that I felt deserved a legitimate conversation. And sometimes it's only five. Uh, sometimes it's three and you have to find a fourth team. Yeah, right. Uh, which I kind of felt was true last year. Usually uh, from the Pac-12. Or yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> like last year with Oklahoma, there was such a clear gap between yeah. – out between LSU, uh, Ohio State, Clemson, else. and then yeah. you know Oklahoma yeah. and and those teams, even Alabama with Tua hurt, you know they were two lost team that clearly weren't a playoff team. This year, it's just, it's funny because there's literally there's four teams that from a talent standpoint are better than everybody else. There's, there's three teams from a talent plus resume standpoint that are significantly better than everybody else, and obviously you remove Ohio State. From that resume, from a resume. Yeah, that's right. Right? That's right. And that's what the, the thing that I think a lot of people are missing. So to me, when I the question that I have for you, Vince, is there anything that well, first let's talk about what what we view as criteria for what a playoff team should be. So right? is it criteria for 2020 or is it criteria in I think, general? I don't think the criteria should change. Okay. In my opinion. Because remember, game the number of games, despite what the media and other fan bases say about Notre Dame, there's not a you have to play X number of games criteria. Right? There never right. has been. No, so, there's not. You know, so for example, for me, the it's the four best teams. What does that mean? Right? I test. Yep. Right? That's yep. always that's always been a part of it. And that's number one for me. Right. Resume. I think that's part of it. Yep. Um, dominance, I think, is something. And then another thing that the committee has talked a lot about that a lot of people don't, I think, pick up on is they seem to like balance in a team. Okay. You know, and that's why I don't think Oklahoma's ever gotten the kind of the love. Oklahoma's kind of kind of back back door their way into some playoffs where teams get knocked out and then Oklahoma jumps sure. in. You know? Sure. Um, and, and because Oklahoma has lacked that balance that they've talked about. You know, and, and I think that's something. So, those are the events. Are there any other criteria that you see from watching the committee, listening to the committee, that you think are, are factor into what makes the four best teams for the playoff? Well, the, the, you mentioned it. The eye test is the biggest one for me, I, especially this year, because you just don't have all those cross conference games mm-hmm. that we usually have at the beginning of the season. Um, and frankly, Notre Dame is a bit of a, a litmus test for a lot of teams that generally make it into the final four because. 
it's funny how many teams Notre Dame will play that have something to do with the teams that are in the playoff, right? Mm -hmm. So you can look at Notre Dame, like, okay, well, how did so-and-so fare against Notre Dame? And how, how did they, you know, so there's that A plus B equals C uh, mm -hmm. stuff that sometimes is fair, sometimes isn't. We don't have any of that this right. year. And, and, so, and what you're talking about is <clears throat> Notre Dame, I think, is the only team that consistently plays at least three Power Five opponents. Absolutely. I right. mean, three, three Power Five conferences. Correct. Sometimes four. I mean, we've seen years where they've played the Big Ten, the Pac-12, uh, the ACC, and then they'll either play a Big 12 or in recent years it's been an SEC team. So that's kind of what you're talking about. Right. There's, there's the Clemson versus South Carolina and Clemson, you know, Texas A&M. They've played Auburn. They've played Georgia. Georgia right. playing Notre Dame, things like that. <clears throat> we haven't, you know, Alabama and USC playing at the beginning of the year. We haven't seen any of that. No, none of that. And, and, I, and, I, and I think that's why the eye test is so much more important because some of these teams, their schedule got amazingly right. easier because of the conference-only schedule. You mean like Notre Dame? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, there's no question about – Join a conference. Okay, fine. We'll join a conference, and our schedule is going to get way easier than it yeah. would have beforehand. Yes. There's no question about it. And, and yeah. so that, that's why I think the eye test becomes more important. And from a competition standpoint, are you taking care of business against the teams that you should beat in a manner in which you should beat them? Right. I think that's, that's important too. Which actually hurt Notre Dame's – early resume with because I of believe. Louisville well Louisville and then also Duke yeah I only beating Duke by two touchdowns to me was like mm. right that's changed a little bit in the last it, it totally has month yeah. and a half. it totally has look there, at what they did to no Pittsburgh question. I mean even Georgia Tech we thought they were sloppy against Georgia Tech it was still a convincing 18 point win you know you beat Clemson in double overtime you led almost the entire game you it was either tied or you led almost the entire sure. game uh dominated Boston College uh, dominated North Carolina by two touchdowns. And, yeah, it was sloppy against Syracuse. But, again, that's a 24-point victory. Right, uh, right. Where you look at Texas A&M, they don't have that same level. They've got a couple games where, they, where they've been impressive. But for the most part, they've had a lot of ugly wins this year. So, so that's, to me, where, where that dominance level like you talked about. Now, the question for you, Vince, is, is there anything that can change? So, so we view it Alabama number one. Right now, clearly the it, number one team in the country. It's, yeah, there's a – Alabama, Notre Dame, clearly number two because they do have that head-to-head -head with Clemson. Correct. Clemson number three. We agree on that. Uh, yeah, no and, doubt. And then right now, you know, I think Ohio State is, is, is going to be in. I, I have issues with that, but that's a, for a different podcast. Uh, right now, Ohio State right. is the number four. Different okay. pod cult. Let me write that. Different podcast. Okay, got <laughs> Make it. Make a note. Uh, <laughs> number five is Texas A&M. Six, and this is just what the committee is ranking and our feeling of that. The number five, Texas A&M, who is now not playing this weekend. Uh, right. So at best, they're going to go eight and one. And then you have number six, Florida, and then number seven, Cincinnati, who I think has been hurt by the fact that they haven't played the last couple weeks. I think out of sight, out of mind. They yeah. were hot. I mean, yeah. they had just beaten Central Florida on the road. I feel like they would have had Tulsa, a ranked Tulsa team this weekend. Are they? Now, have they already canceled the the championship game too against I no. Tulsa? No, I okay. don't think so. Not yet. Okay. No. Um, so but, they'll still have an opportunity, but it's still questionable. You sure. know, but you could have had two wins over Tulsa plus you know some other things. So, like you said, though, out of sight, out of mind. So I think really we're looking at six teams. So what can what can happen in your opinion, Vince? Uh, well. I, I guess kind of where do you see Notre Dame standing now, right now? And then we'll kind of dive into then what, how the ACC championship could affect where you think Notre Dame stands now. So when you look at Notre Dame now, right. and you evaluate them, 
Mm-hmm. How do you view them as far as how they stack up against those six, seven teams that we just talked about? Notre Dame is clearly the number two team in my mind. Uh, I think Alabama is, is an excellent team. Uh, I, I think that they've proven based on not only their record because they're undefeated, but the manner in which they're winning those games, they're the number one team. They're dominating and, everybody. And I have no problem with them being ahead of Notre Dame. And, and, and frankly, uh, you know, if the college football playoff started now, Notre Dame wouldn't have to play Alabama in the first round. Thumbs up. That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, so I have no problem with Notre Dame being number two. I think that there's a gap between two and three uh, mm-hmm. because Notre Dame beat Clemson. It's a head to head that, that it could not be easier criteria to keep Notre Dame ahead of Clemson. They have mm-hmm. no losses and they beat Clemson. Um, and I have, again, we, we, you already went through it. So I don't want to rehash it. I have no problem with the order right now, just based on head to heads um, based on resumes. Mm-hmm. Look, Ohio state, is a good team. They, the first three, four games, three games, um, I, I was on board with Ohio State. You could make an argument that they're number, the number three team. Once they played IU, I think it showed a lot of chinks in the Ohio State armor mm-hmm. for me. Now, they, they escaped with a win, which is great. Um, Thanks to IU pissing away several potential scoring drives. Yes, absolutely you correct. correct. I, I think IU probably should have won that game based mm-hmm. on the way that they played, mm-hmm. uh, to be perfectly honest with you. If, if Ohio State hadn't built up that lead to begin with, I think a lot of things change, you yeah. know. Um, and so I just I, – I, I have no problem with the fact that, I, that Ohio State is four behind Clemson because of the way they played against IU. I think there's chinks in the armor on the defense – I think Clemson's a better team head-to-head. I have no problem with it. And now it's going to be a six-win Big Ten tournament champion, I guess, uh, for Ohio State. I, Assuming I they, they beat st- Northwestern, that powerhouse. Yeah, well, if you're the Big Ten, they had nightmares about it being an IU Northwestern uh, championship. Yeah. Game, by the way, that was that yeah. was keeping them up at night. Without Michael Penix. <laughs> Yeah. Right, exactly. But, no, I have no problem whatsoever with Notre Dame being two, and I think they're solidly mm-hmm. in that two slot, solidly. Now, before we move on to the next point, we have a message from one of our sponsors, Indeed. Now, 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be the most efficient, which means every hire is critical, and Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. And actually, my parents have used Indeed. And unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now... Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore, total visits. So it's clear Indeed can get you the help and quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners, the irishbreakdown.com listeners, a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed 
with a $75 credit at indeed.com slash blue wire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through December 31st terms and conditions apply. Now let's got, let's dive back into this conversation, Vince, because here is the question that I have for you. Okay. Now the, the only way that Notre Dame can be a lock obviously for the college football playoff is if, some you know as if they they no matter what happens in the ACC title game they're still in yeah so the question the original question is 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 the, are they a lock I think everyone assumes rightly so that if Notre Dame and Clemson play a similar game to what we saw on November 7th uh, and Clemson wins that they're both in the Agreed. question I have for you is what happens if Clemson wins convincingly now, I think there's two scenarios. So first, we're just going to kind of dive into theoretically, what changes for you if Clemson beats Notre Dame by 14 to 24 points in a game where it's, it's not really competitive? You know, maybe it's competitive for a quarter, quarter and a half, but Clemson clearly outplays Notre Dame, beats them similar to, you know, let the, the, the playoff game they had a couple years ago. You know, mm-hmm. where Notre Dame hung around for a while and then Clemson rolled. Right. What changes for you when, when, when you look at that and that happens? I think the argument gets a little bit tougher, uh, you know, if, if you're trying to argue for Notre Dame. But when you put resumes side by side, uh, let's say, so who, who are you looking at at that number four spot? That, that's the question, right? right. Because you, So you're you saying Clemson Alabama, and Ohio State slide up to two and three is the first thing you're saying, right? Well, I'm saying – I guess I'm saying Alabama one, Clemson two. Um, I, I would actually have a conversation about Ohio State as well, to be perfectly honest with you. I think you would put them in this bag. So I guess you're looking at who would be three and four because right. Ohio State will be undefeated. They'll be a conference champion. I get all of that. Mm-hmm. But if you put the resumes of Notre Dame and Ohio State side by side and you look at the competition that they played, Ohio State didn't play anybody. Mm-hmm. The, the, the strength of Clemson. Okay, they beat Clemson once, Notre Dame did, and they lost once. Okay, mm-hmm. Ohio State had they were nowhere near that competition. Okay, so I think, and they played twice as many games. Right. So I think if you compare those two, I would almost take Notre Dame over Ohio State right then and there. And so I guess that would put is, Notre Dame at three. So you just would flip Clemson to Notre Dame, no matter what happens yeah. in the game, no matter I, how convincing a Clemson. <laughs> now again, it, we are not saying that. Clemson's a lock to beat Notre Dame. No, 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 no. That's not it's what we're saying because at all. It, it doesn't matter. This conversation's moot if Notre Dame wins. Correct. So only t- the reason we're focusing on what happens if Notre Dame loses is because that's the only thing. Look, if Alabama wins and Notre Dame wins, nothing changes. Right. I think nothing. then we're having a different conversation. You know, does Clemson deserve does Clemson to be, deserve to be with yeah, a right. second loss? That would be yeah. a different uh, – That's a fun conversation, by the yes. way. That's a different one, though. So, so, for me, whether I like it or not, no matter what – if Notre Dame loses – as long as Ohio State beats um, Northwestern, they're in. I don't think they should be. Yeah, but, I know. but that's again different conversation. Right. You've already. I think made they're that in note. too. I, by the way, I do think they're in too. Um, I just, I, I think there's a conversation to be had about who should be three and who should be four. I, I think, I think that's a, a fair conversation for me. But for for the topic that I'm that we're discussing here is is Notre Dame a lot to be in the playoff? I think you're kind of talking I, about seeding. Okay, that's fair. I think I, the conversation I guess I've talked, is – I've talked myself into the fact that, yes, so they're that's, a lock. Exactly. And, and I didn't and really I, know what I was going to say going into this conversation, but when I lay out the criteria, 
Yes, absolutely. Because what about Texas A&M? Look, Texas A&M has a great win over Florida. A great win over sure, Florida. Sure, sure. What's their next best win? The 31-20 at Auburn? Auburn's basically pit, right? Right. They beat a bad LSU team by 13, and they looked bad doing it. Right. They beat a they crushed a bad South Carolina team. They had a nice win over Arkansas. Arkansas's been really competitive this year and, and been certainly Arkansas. improved. But they're but yeah. three and six. Right. It's still Arkansas. You know, they beat a bad Mississippi State team and they beat a bad Vanderbilt team by five. This hasn't been a, a to you know a really good team. And and you know, I know that that they're ranked ahead of Florida because the committee during the regular season the committee focuses on head to head more sure. than they actually do when they put out the final ranking. <laughs> um, interesting which is, yeah, to me, Florida's clearly a better team. You say, well, you know, Texas A&M beat Florida. Texas A&M beat Florida at Texas A&M by a field goal way back in September or early October, right? Overall resume, to me, gives Florida the edge. So that's why, to me, I think Notre Dame is a lock for the college football playoff unless one thing could, could throw this whole thing out of whack. What if Florida beats Alabama? Beats Alabama. Then you're talking about a bunch of one-loss teams. Because Alabama's a lock. I mean, they are the ultimate yeah. lock. There's they can lose to Florida. It does not matter. Because does not they're matter. the best one-loss team out there. Correct. Then, right. f- to me, Clemson would be a lock because they beat Notre Dame. They're a lock. Sadly, I think Ohio State's a lock if they, be, if they beat right. Northwestern. Yeah, you're right. Um, again, we're not saying what should happen. We're saying what we think will happen because right. we're not on the committee. Unfortunately, uh, and, and last nice. I checked, I haven't received any phone calls lately from committee members asking me my opinion on the subject, uh, which is a big mistake on their part, in my opinion. I would love to be wine and dine <laughs> by that committee. They look like they are swimming in the good uh, stuff. As much man. as I like to argue and debate, that would be a fun room to be oh, a part of. Gosh, it would um, be so much fun. But uh, so, I mean, again, if they beat Northwestern, they're locked. So then the question comes down to you have one loss Notre Dame against one loss Florida. Now, the reason that makes it interesting is because Florida would then have a better win than Notre Dame has, potentially. Now, do they, do they leap Clemson all the way up to number one? Right. Because they could say, well, Clemson's only loss was at Notre Dame without Trevor Lawrence and Tyler Davis and Mike Jones and James Skalski. So Clemson was number one in the, the, the poll. We don't know if Clemson would have been number one in the, co- right. in the, in the committee poll because the, they had they a loss by the yet. time the committee came out yet, but they were number one in the AP, in the co- the AP poll for sure. Yep. So then you say, okay, so Clemson one or two, Alabama one or two. And I think how that factors in matters because at that point in time, you could say if Clemson jumps up to one, then Notre Dame would have the better win. But if Alabama stays one, then Florida would have the better win. And then you look at Florida's, the rest of Florida's resume. That Georgia win, unless Georgia loses to Missouri this weekend, which I predict that they will, by the way. We have that on irishbreakdown.com. We, had, we did predictions for that game. I don't think you read mine, but I also predicted the same thing. I know. That's two, we were the only two. Everybody else picked Georgia. Um, of course they did. But, of course uh, they did. Uh, exactly. Don't even get me started on those guys. I'm going to have to call them all and rip them. Uh, not really. Uh, but, uh, you know, then they'd have that, that win over Georgia. And the other thing, too, is Florida's been really dominant in their wins. You know, they beat Missouri, who I think is a good football team, by 24. They beat Georgia by 16. They beat Arkansas by 28, I believe. Uh, beat Vandy by 21. Kentucky by 24. They played really bad against Tennessee and still won by 12. Uh, and then they're going to just destroy LSU this weekend. They're just going to absolutely obliterate LSU this weekend. Yes, no question. Um, I think the only team that's packed it in more than LSU is Florida State. 
would would be my would be that's my fair. thing. So that's so I fair. think that's the only that's why I'm hesitant to say that Notre Dame is a lock. Notre Dame is a lock if things play out the way we think that they will, which is Alabama beats Florida. Because I don't think I don't think Florida can beat Alabama. And for I two don't teams, either. Number one is Florida's defense is is mediocre, and and Alabama's offense is. It's not as good as the LSU offense last year, but it's it's, it's pretty darn good. It's 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 in the conversation. It's yeah, in the right. conversation with that Oklahoma offense of 2017, in my opinion. Because uh, when you can hang 50 on that Georgia defense, I don't care if you need it overtime or not. That's, that's right. a really good offense. Um, but the difference is, is Alabama's offense defense has played much better in the last month. I mean, their defense has really gotten a lot better in the last month, and so I don't think Florida can beat them. But if they do. I think that would make me very nervous if I was a Notre Dame fan. Uh, well, I am a Notre Dame fan. If, if I was a Notre Dame coach or Notre Dame player, right, sure. that would make me really nervous because Florida would have eye test. They've been very dominant. Uh, every single win that they've had has been by double digits. Yeah. And that right? win over Alabama would, would be – It would, would negate Notre Dame's Clemson yeah. win, right? So those two, those two wins yeah. to me would, would – would, would kind of uh, X each so, other out. So then you got to look at the rest of the schedule. The rest of the resume. Yeah, and yeah. You say, you know, their, their most competitive game is what? A 12-point win over Tennessee? You know, I mean, you're, you're, they weren't really super impressive on defense while beating Ole Miss 51-35, to 35, you know? Uh, so, I mean, so you, all their so, wins are by double digits. They have a Heisman Trophy contender. Uh, uh, you know, I think the thing that would help Notre Dame is what we talked about at the beginning, balance. I think Notre Dame can be viewed as a more balanced team. Notre Dame's defense is obviously their strength. No and doubt. It's one of the 10 best defenses in the country, depending on how they play against Clemson. I think they're top five right now. If Clemson, you know, scores a lot on them, then that's going to, you know, take right. a little, little shine off that. Notre Dame's offense to me is, is better than Florida's defense by far. You could argue Florida's offense is a little better than Notre Dame's defense. Again, we're assuming that Notre Dame loses to Clemson for the sake of this argument, and Florida beats Alabama. With this argument, not not right. assuming that's actually happening. So yet. I would say Florida's offense will be a little better than Notre Dame's defense, but then Notre Dame's offense is significantly better to me than Florida's defense. And I think that's the thing that will help them. But mm -hmm. if you go to the eye test, Walsh. People love offense, you know, baby. Yeah, and, and, and Notre Dame did have a month and a half of not playing great. Uh, sure. And then you'd have the, the, you'd have the fact that in, when you look at Florida, you've got the better resume. I think the, the reality is right or wrong. The, the SEC is going to have a, a, a better beating a three and six SEC team is going to lot, look a lot more impressive than beating Louisville. You know, whether you like, no, it you're or right. Not. I, I would, I, to devil's devil's advocate, your argument, and, and, again, we're assuming Notre Dame gets their doors blown off, and right. we're assuming that Florida beats Alabama. Yes, because we both, both agree things I Notre do not Dame believe loses will by a field goal or loses an overtime to Clemson, it's over. they're Done. in. They're in. They're in. Yes, absolutely. They're a lock. I, I would say that you're right. Comparing Notre Dame's resume to Florida's resume in that scenario mm -hmm. is not good for Notre Dame. Right. I would also say comparing Ohio State's resume to Notre Dame's is a check mark for Notre Dame. Yeah. The problem is – Ohio State's undefeated. They're the Big Ten champs right. with six wins. And it, that's it, why we both say that Notre Dame's a lock with a close loss. Because I believe, and, and I think we actually didn't talk about this off air, Vince, but I believe you agree with me on this, which is if Notre Dame loses close to Clemson and Florida beats Bama, the team that's going to sweat is Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's a good point. Right. Because 
Because I think that now they're six and zero with no impressive wins, and now no. Florida's going to be at that point in time. Florida would be ten and one. Their loss was way back in the third game of the year on the road to the number five team in the country, right? right. Who they would leap, you know, because their resume yeah, would then be better right. than than Texas A&M. And then Ohio State's resume would be what? An Indiana team that's ranked 12th to 15th? It's the weakest schedule of anybody in the top 10. It's, it's not. They're, I mean, look, no one it's, thought I Penn State was going to be this bad. You know, sure. Michigan punked out of that game. I don't care sure. what it says. Michigan State's um, not good. No. Um, they don't play Iowa. They don't play Minnesota. Right. They don't play Wisconsin. And Minnesota's it's just a bad schedule. It's a terrible schedule. It's a bad schedule. schedule. Yeah. And really, there's no Big Ten schedule that you could, com- could put together right now that wouldn't be a bad schedule. That's fair. That conference is just a hot mess. Right well, now. on and off the field, but that's exactly that's another. Hey, that's another podcast. <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah. So I think if Notre Dame loses in a competitive game, and and Florida beats Bama, Ohio State should be should be really nervous. I would enjoy that. You know, I, and I think that's how it should be because you know, look, it, the Big Ten. This is the, at the end of the day. This is what it boils down to for me. I'm gonna just kid this a little bit, and then we'll get back on topic and end this conversation. The Big Ten tried to cancel the season. Bingo. And now they want to change the rules so they can play for the championship, right. you know, so they could get some of this. You Forget made your that. bed. You get Forget to sleep that. in it. That's how you it works, even man. even won a season. So, yeah, well, you, you have two SEC and two ACC teams. Yes. Yeah. You know yes. why? Because they're the only two conferences that really wanted to play football. If the ACC and the SEC didn't step up, the Big 12 would have had no problem bailing out. None. Right. Right. None. They're along for the ride. There's yes, no question exactly. about it. Yeah, no doubt. And the Big 10 and the Pac-12 tried to coerce other conferences not to play. Yes. And now you want a piece of the championship game? Forget that. Nah, you don't sorry. deserve it. Now, sorry. Ohio State's the caveat in that Ohio State's the they want, a big reason why the Big Ten got back into playing. They wanted to play all along. Right. No question. Their, their star quarterback could have easily opted out and gone to the NFL and done all those things. And, I, and I, I'll be honest with you, Vince. I gained a great deal of respect for the Ohio State program during this last several months uh, because – there there's a lot of things they could have done that if they're like ah whatever we don't care we're just going to go make our money which we saw at some programs sure uh penn state for example uh was not able to kind of keep their team together ohio state had guys opt out when it looked like this after the season was canceled right but then when the season came back all those guys came back yeah don wade came back white davis came back and justin fields never opted out because i believe had he opted out then there would have been let well you, you don't even have your star quarterback right well what, you know so kudos to Justin Fields, Master Teague, all those players, Ryan Day. I gained a great deal of respect for Ohio State. My issue with Ohio State is more about the league that they're in Correct. than it is about them specifically. I agree. And I don't think that league – that league deserves to be punished, in my opinion, for what, for what they tried to do. And, and, and I think that's the, the overreaction that Jack Swarbrick was talking about in his press conference the other day, I believe he didn't say who it was, but I believe he was talking about the decisions by the Big Ten. Yeah, they rushed into the decision. They did with, I believe, bad science and bad motives. And then when they were called on it, they kind of got back into a corner and 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 they were allowed to play. But anyway, back to this conversation. So I think if Florida beats Alabama and then Notre Dame loses in a really back and forth tough battle with Clemson, I think Alab- I think Ohio State could be the team that gets bumped out because I do believe to your view, Vince, I believe in the committee's eyes that there's a big difference between one, two, three, and then four. I agree. And, and, then, so, and then there's another one between four and five, honestly, but that's, again. I don't think Texas A&M to me is in this conversation. 
And they shouldn't be. They're, no. they're above Florida because they beat Florida in the regular season. I right. get that. But you're right. I don't think that's right. the way it's going to end up. No. Well, if, it if might Florida, end up that way because Florida's going to have two losses. If, we're talking about if Florida beats yeah. Alabama. But yeah. correct. And so I, I think this is really a, a five-team conversation. And that's part of the reason it's kind of going to be hard to leave Florida, Ohio State out because if, if Texas A&M goes and plays this weekend, well, they're not playing this weekend. Their game against Ole Miss is canceled. If they play Tennessee next weekend, they're eight and one. That's nine games. You know, is that really that a whole lot different than the six that Ohio State played? Not yet. And their schedule would be pretty soft too, outside of the win over Florida. And then they got curb stomped by Alabama. Right. So I, I think that would kind of be like a you know, hey, they only played. You know, they got two more wins than we have. It would be the Ohio right. State argument, and and we dominated the teams we played. You know, where they've kind of looked bad doing it. So anyway, that's my stance. So. um you know, you know. I think before before we wrap it up, we got we got one more we got one more note from our sponsor for you. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so let's kind of let's kind of wrap it up with Vin, this Vince. So we think Notre Dame, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, right now three are are all either locks or close to locks. About with, as close as you can with, be. With, they're all locks with wins. They're all no, guaranteed locks with wins. No doubt. Now all three of those can't win. Correct. Obviously, Notre Dame is a lock, hundred percent lock. If they lose in a close game, correct. Yep. Touchdown or less. I even think it could be 10, 10 but it's competitive. Yeah. Like Notre Dame's down three. They go for it on fourth down with right. two minutes left. Clemson goes down. Right. It's, it's, right. it's about it, the, how the 60 minutes go. And, again, it's the eye test, right? It's, right. it's what are we seeing, right? Yeah. Right. So, and I think they're a lock. It, even with a blowout loss to Clemson, they're a lock if Bama Alabama beats, beats Florida. Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Right? agree. So, we have to be Alabama fans – Next week. Yes. I know saying. that hurts. That like it just like kind of makes you just want to kind of, you know, your lunch a little right. bit. Uh, right. Saying that. But it's true. I mean, it's true. Uh, and, and I would say you should be a Northwestern fan, but let's be realistic. You know, let's just keep this honest. And, you know, Florida has a chance to beat Alabama. Slim you know. Northwestern yeah. has zero chance of beating Ohio Zero. Um, and, and I would have rooted for Northwestern had I not encountered their fans a couple before the Michigan state game, they were on Uh-oh. Twitter. They were like, wow, you guys have fans. First of all, was my question. I didn't realize Northwestern had fans and I didn't realize kind of how well, they're all in the media. They wanted because, to puff you know. their chests out. Like you guys did something. And then of course, two days later, they got and get beat by Michigan state. Who's terrible. So I just thought that was kind of ironic. So I'm not rooting for Northwestern ever again at anything. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, so I, yeah, you, you, you need to root for, for obviously if Notre Dame wins is no big deal, but, but I, I, I think that rooting for, and honestly, I think that 
I still think Notre Dame fans, if Notre Dame wins, right, because the SEC championship game is later. If Notre Dame okay. wins, Notre Dame fans should be rooting like crazy, in my opinion, for um, – if Notre Dame wins in a close game, then I think Notre Dame fans should be rooting for, for Florida. Florida. Yes. Yeah. Because then I think you'd be in a scenario where either Clemson gets bumped out or or, or – because yeah, I think Clemson gets bumped out. Then you're in a scenario where Notre Dame would be matched up against Ohio State or Florida in the first round, uh, potentially Florida. So I, I think, and I think there's even a scenario where Clemson stays in, um, you know. But uh, but yeah, I think because it'd be I don't know, just kind of get the number one seed, you know, and then get Florida <laughs> in round one, and then Ohio State and Alabama kind of have to beat each other up in the semifinals is kind of where I look at it. Uh, you know, and because I, I think the Florida and I think Florida would be a, a fun game for Notre Dame. I think I've always kind of wanted a shot at the Gators. Uh, and, and this would be an interesting because I think Notre Dame, you know, we proved against North Carolina. They, they can play with a team like that. And I sure, think yeah. with Jeremiah Wusukoromo and Kyle Hamilton, you have two athletes that can kind of run with Kyle Pitts, which most teams don't have. So that would be a game I'd like to see. But I, if Notre Dame loses, then go t- roll tide. 93 Sugar Bowl, right? 93 right. Sugar Bowl? Uh, 92. Uh, yeah, 92? 92. Yeah, All right. I, I just so, remember yeah. Bettis scoring a touchdown yeah. doing the Gator it was classic. It was, oh, it was, it was after the 91 season, but it was a 92 Sugar White Bowl. White jerseys, right. green numbers, like, yeah. 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 That, Two ra- thumbs that up ground game. That ground game got oh. rolling in the second half. But, Beautiful. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's kind of how we'll wrap it up. So, I think that if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, it's, it's roll tight all the way. If they win – yeah. It's go Gators. It's go Gators. Unless you actually want to play Ohio State in the first round. And and I think a lot of Notre Dame fans do. Notre Dame, I, I think, wouldn't I, have I would, a problem with I that. I wouldn't have a problem with it either. Uh, so, so I mean, it, as long as they win, then the options are going to be either Ohio State or or Florida, depending on who they play. I don't, I I don't just, see any scenario I just where they leave Clemson yeah, at three. I don't, I don't see want any. Alabama. That's all. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But you're gonna, no if, if Notre Dame's going to win the title, they're going to have to get Bam at some point. Uh, that's fine. That's you know, fine. I just don't want them in the first two. round. I want I want Notre I Dame you. to win a semi. And I got you. you know, let's let's take that next. And I step. think if they win a semi, I think they'll have enough confidence to go compete yeah. with Alabama. Nailed it. Nailed it. Anyway, so that is it. So we're going to have a couple other podcasts coming up here real quick. Uh, we're going to have a conversation about Clark Lee and Vanderbilt. Correct. I'm uh, going to give you the latest of what I'm hearing regarding uh, Clark Lee and Alabama. And then we're going to kind, kind of talk about some pros and cons as to why uh, Clark Lee would consider this. I, I see a lot of people saying, well, why would he do that? It's a terrible job and it's a bad football program. I, I get that and I agree. But I think there's a much more holistic view to this. So I do think a pros and cons conversation needs to be had. And then, of course, we'll give you the latest of what's going on. And also, next week on Wednesday, signing day. Oof. So we're going to have several podcasts breaking down um, the, the, the 2021 recruiting class. Uh, we're going to dive into some stuff. We're going we're gonna to kind of give some scoop on things we've heard. Uh, and, and, of course, give analysis on, on the players they sign. And then, of course, next week we'll also have a couple of Clemson podcasts. So um, make sure you be on the lookout for that. We have a lot of podcasts in store moving forward here. Uh, and, uh, and we're excited to have you with us. And we thank you all for being a part of this. Look, the reason that, you, that, that we are even able to have a conversation with a, a company like Blue Wire Pods uh, and if you go look at their, 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 I mean, they've got former NFL players that are doing podcasts with them, former Division One basketball players doing podcasts with them. So we're really excited about it. We spent about a month, Vince and I, kind of doing research on them and really seeing if this is something we wanted to do. 
and uh, we're excited to partner with them. But the reason that they even had a desire to partner with us and come join us is because of y'all, because yep. the numbers that we're having when it comes to downloads and viewerships and all those kind of things. And so um, you guys helped make make this happen. And that's why we, if if at all possible, unless there was no options, we wanted to avoid the route where, you know, we then say, hey, thanks for being loyal listeners. And by the way, here's the bill. Yeah, exactly. You know, here's your monthly fee to continue listening. Uh, it's because of y'all that we were able to do that. And, well, and, and, and this Clark, making this a free podcast. This Clark Lee podcast that we're that we're gonna do is gonna have some inside information, stuff that we're hearing, right? right. That normally we wouldn't put out on a podcast. Yeah, we would we would right. put it behind the paywall on the on the website, etc. So we're already throwing yeah. information that we wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So that that's just one and that's first. what we're gonna do. I mean, and that's 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 again, that's because of y'all, because of the the, the viewership, because of the, I mean, the listenership, uh, because of the fact you guys have been so loyal, and we've really grown. I mean, we the last month we our numbers just skyrocketed in podcast downloads and it's been like that for the website as well so we uh we're truly grateful yes uh to have you all with us and we're very excited about this moving forward very excited it you know there may be some clunky lead-ins to ads because we're we're getting we'll used get to, there well, i'm more getting used to this vince does this on the radio all the time but i'm getting used to that because you guys all know me when i get to talking you know the script is off the script is off the <laughs> So anyway, but thank you all for being with us. Thank you all for helping us grow. I asked you guys a year ago when we first launched this thing, hey, we, if we're going to grow, we need y'all. And you guys have been with us and, and uh, we're excited about that. We're thankful for that. And we're just looking forward to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. So for Vince D'Addario, I'm Brian Driscoll. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy your college football this weekend. You can watch a lot of other games since Notre Dame's not playing. Uh, well, I'll have an article out tomorrow kind of saying the games that I'm looking for, the games that I'm watching. There's not going to be a ton that have a lot of direct impact on Notre Dame. That's going to be more next weekend, uh, you know, and, uh, and so we'll have, a lot, we'll have a lot going on. I'm going to be a big Tennessee fan next weekend because if Tennessee beats Texas A&M and Alabama beats Florida, I don't care what happens in the yeah, ACC title doesn't game. Matter. <laughs> Notre Dame is getting in the college football playoff. So right. we'll have a lot of stuff on that. So anyway, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you all again very soon. Mm-hmm.